Hello there and welcome to episode 5 of ClickerCast, The Last of Us Podcast. My name is Matt Hudson from What I Watch Tonight and joining me from Bob the Podcast as ever, he's looking a little bit gangrenous, it's best been bulletin, you're still infected mate? Oh uh, yeah, sudden spread, sudden spread on the leg, think about amputation at this point, but I can't believe you played that clip, <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe that's the clip you picked. <laughs> I was I was watching the episode and do you know what I'm gonna a little bit of behind the curtains here. It's generally I always forget about the clip, so mm. and it's not until about five minutes if that before we go on. Which and I'm scrabbling very quickly to log into the portal to get a, to get something. I was like, what what best kind of what sums up this episode the most? I was like, oh yeah. Well, that's just a spoiler episode. Here's your spoiler spoiler warning. If you haven't seen the episode, go watch it. What sums up this episode? Oh, Henry shooting his kid brother and then himself in the face. I was like, yeah, that, that that's what kind of sums it up for me. I just couldn't believe that was the clip you picked. I just expected, I don't know, some line of dialogue from Joel or or like Henry or something. No. It, it was the suicide. I suppose there were some in there, like like in, like the title of this episode, "Endure and Survive." We could have used that. Mm. We could have used um, one of the ones with Henry and Sam bonding. There's a few of those in this, which are quite sweet. Uh, we could have even yeah. used the Kathleen quote, but no, we went for the we went we went heavy. Yeah. Welcome to Clicker Class. We this heavy. is what you're going to get. Yeah, you Ooh. you just wanted the PTSD, like yeah, yeah. You I know. just wanted to start off with a bang. Is, what a is bang. that a pun? Is that too far? Is that, I didn't mean, is no. that, is that Cross the line. Uh, um, I think that's fine. It, well, it's gonna. It's out there now. Uh, like we what said, this is our spoiler podcast. I have spoiler review for HBO's The Last of Us on Sky Atlantic in the UK. Uh, if you haven't been tuning in, why not? But we give our spoiler thoughts on the episode that's just gone, and it's episode five. So one more time, if you haven't seen it, it's an hour long. Go check it out. Come back, listen to us, and see if you agree with our thoughts on. Episode five. Now, just a very quick rerun. We we're pretty. We, I think we're both on the same wavelength going forward. Uh, going back, mm. that episode one we both thought was flawless, almost. Episode two, really good. Episode three, damn near perfect. Episode four, very solid, very good. You know, decent, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're looking at episode five to potentially push things forward or expand on what we know even more. So, how did it work for you then, mate? Um, I think it worked better than last week's. Uh, I think it's definitely better than episode four, but I don't think it's as good as the first three. Mm-hmm. But again, that's such a high bar to hit. Like, yeah. especially episode one and two, they, they are, like we said, pretty flawless. Um, episode one and three are just next level. So, but this is a really, really good, solid episode. Um, a lot of action, which is something we haven't had a ton of in this show, but we get some great action scenes in this. Again, as I would say, relies heavily on the characters and their relationships. So introducing Henry and Sam, I think they're a great addition to the supporting cast. Um, last time we kind of had problems with the villain. Um, I don't think Kathleen is perfect, but I think she is a bit better in this as a character mm-hmm. in comparison to last week. Um, so overall, I'm pretty happy with this episode. What about yourself? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd put it on a par with episode four as well. I think it's a, I think it's a good episode in terms of setting up where we are, setting up where we need to be, some motivations. Why is Kathleen like she is? Why is Henry so wanted? Is he really the good guy behind it all? Which she comes out and says he isn't. How's it all going to go? Will we get any action? Will we get some more infected? And the answer to pretty much all of those is yes. And I think for those expecting every episode to be like parts one and parts three. Uh, as is the general consensus, they're the best ones, generally. But part two, I have seen in recent days, getting an absolute resurgence of people saying that this was, that was tense. Um, yeah, I, I like this episode, I did. Um, I would probably agree with you that I'd probably maybe put it a notch above episode four, simply because it is, there's more, the pacing is better for me. We do get that bonkers uh, sequence towards the end, which was which gave me PTSD from the game, the sniper scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trying to realise how bad an aim I am. Uh, I think that was that was carnage, and I I was here for it. Um, and just finding out and seeing the bond between Henry and Sam, and how that contrasts to Joel and Ellie uh, in many ways throughout. I thought that was pretty. Um, I thought that was a nice uh, 
narrative strand to follow and also we finally got a name for the lead goon i think i think his name's perry i think i picked up on so it is perry yeah, yeah so what a name what a hashtag name for justice for perry we don't have to call him lead goon anymore he's perry uh, we ain't going to be calling him that anymore anyway because he did but i did like this episode okay I, I wasn't blown away by it but i don't need to be blown away by every episode i just need them like any series but especially one of which i have an investment in I just need it to be good each week. And this was a good episode, I think. Yeah, no, yeah, like I said, I echo that. Those feelings and thoughts. Um, you know, like, I, I know we kind of maybe sounded a bit more negative last week, but it's just because of how sta- like how high the standards are on this show. Like, the mm-hmm. standards they set itself. Like, the game set it, everything. Um, but, like I said, the strength of this show is always on the characters, the story, and the relationships. Um, yeah. It's never particularly, like, the action and you could argue the last two episodes have been the more action heavy. You know, you had a big shootout in the last episode and, mm-hmm. you know, um, what Kathleen was doing with with her um, with the hostages. And then yep. this one again, like I was, like I said, the, you know, there's a big sequence towards the end with the infected and Joel sniping and, Damn. you know, there's, there's a lot more in this. But again, the power of this episode, I think, does um, come down to Henry and Sam and Joel and Ellie and... Mm-hmm. The relationship, not just as individual duos, but also as a group. Um, yep. You know, I don't know how we're going to break down this episode, but uh, one of the one of my highlights of this episode is towards the towards the very end, where um, Ellie throughout the episode wants uh, Henry and Sam to come with with them to Wyoming. Yes, um, and Joel is reluctant. You know what Joel's like? He's Joel being Joel. Joel being Joel. Yeah, like he does doesn't want to let anybody in. Um, but after what they go through together as a little group, he tells um, he tells them, "Is like, yeah, if you if you want to come with us to Wyoming, you're more than welcome." Um, <laughs> to which to which they agree. And I'll tell Sam know, in the morning; he'll love it. Yeah, exactly. And then, as uh, you know, Joel's finally let somebody else in. You know, somebody who Ali's connecting with, he he trusts, and they're open to taking him. And then the next day. He loses them both. So it's like the yeah. second he lets his guard down and lets somebody else in, he loses them. Like, yeah. he let Frank and Bill in. Admittedly, it took a long time to lose them, but he did lose them. Pess is gone. Mm-hmm. He's stuck with Ellie, looking for mm-hmm. his brother. And it's like, this man just keeps getting hit with heartbreak all the time. You know, like he's constantly being left alone. He's constantly suffering loss. Um... And I just thought that was a really interesting moment, you know. Joel finally lets somebody in, and it's taken mm-hmm. from him in a in in a second. Um, I think they but, do a good job of showing Ellie's sadness and Ellie's loss in that moment with the etch a sketch on the grave at the end. But I think it's a good point mm-hmm. you pick up that it's not just Ellie who's losing something. Joel, at the beginning of the episode, he is he he is Joel. He is standoffish. He is curt. He is blunt to to henry he's almost like you know why do you need me for we what we don't need to be here blah 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 we don't want to help uh even when ellie says it says her name joel almost looks at her as if she's you know said the worst curse word imaginable and you know, why are we giving these people information we don't know these guys yeah so in, in that moment he even says right he's like i'm joel we've eaten we haven't killed each other let's go our separate ways yeah let's just get yeah. out of here because because he, he has just been to be fair the, the episode starts with him at gunpoint uh, as mm-hmm. the last one ep- ended he ain't going to be happy and he isn't Ellie's basically trying to say look this guy's in the ear for want of a better term this Joel is a miserable person and that's just how his voice sounds when he's being held up mm-hmm. by gunpoint but to be fair I mean I'm, I'm kind of with Joel on this the guy's you've got two guns being pointed at you I wouldn't necessarily have a cheery disposition and be like okay let's just talk this out you would be like Firstly, how did you find me? I thought we were safe. Get that gun out of my face. Get a gun pointed yeah. away from her as well. Um, but, but yeah, by the end, in in his kind of way where it's it's an offer, but he's almost he's got kind of like social awkwardness, isn't he? When he can't when he tries to open up to people because mm-hmm. it's that fear of loss or just not having done so for years and years and years. He finally does extend an invitation, and Henry bites his hand off. Well, no, no, no pun there, but he's like, yeah, yeah. sure. We would, yeah, we, we, we would love to. And, and the gut punch that comes fr- from the moment. 
and it's that moment between Sam and Ellie, and and we get to see a lot of them during this episode when they're in the the bunker, the school, uh, early on in the episode when they're laughing mm-hmm. away, and Henry's she's like, look, I haven't heard this noise for years, which is also what gets Joel Joel kind of thinking, oh, man, I can't, I have, we've got to do it, you know. He's is speaking to his conscience, it's speaking to his humanity when he sees two kids getting on in amongst mm-hmm. the darkness, and he's like, well. Who am I to say no? Plus, he knows Ellie's secret that maybe he, if he gets her to the Fireflies, he could potentially put an end to all this and help people like Sam to have an actual life. Um, but as we find out, that's not the case. And that that moment is earned by having some scenes with Sam and Ellie throughout, whether it's them playing football or them bonding over comics. That moment See, at the end with the extra sketch. That's one of my, that's one of my complaints of this episode. Ellie scores against Sam and she doesn't hit the Sue. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sue. She should have rubbed his face right in it, shouldn't she? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, the Sue. Pandemic yeah. or not, you've got to, you've got to run. You've got to spin around. Sue. Mm. Yeah, no, I know. I agree, mate. I actually think we're going to knock this down below episode four now because there was less Sue. If anyone doesn't know no, what that so. is, just just Google CR seven celebration and you'll get it. Yeah. Um, no, I think you're right. I think. Uh, you know, watching the bond between like again, we get to see Ellie be Ellie be a kid. You know, um, which I know we said we've seen glimpses of like like just how naive she is and actually vulnerable she is, and like her wonder. Yeah. But here she gets to play. Here she gets to do kid stuff. She gets to talk to to some about comics. You know, and get excited. You know, quoting it, and mm-hmm. um, they get to play football. That they're just you know. Like and then when even when uh, Henry comes and tells him to go to bed, they just get up and they, you know, <laughs> yeah. like as you do as as, as as a sleepover when you're a kid. That's exactly what you do. So you get a bed. Yeah, you get up and you start talking. You start like, you know, doing that stuff. And again, it was it's really nice to see Ali be a kid. But I also felt like Ellie was being a, like a mentor figure, like a big sister yep. for Sam. You know, yeah, definitely. Um, which is amazing to see. And uh, again, so it only makes the moment even more heartbreaking once when Sam reveals to Ellie that. I've been bitten, and early in that moment, she she doesn't hesitate. She tries to save him. Yeah. She knows she's the cure, and cuts herself just to see if it can help, see if it does anything. It's um, the tragedy of her thinking that just by just by basically combining her blood, she thinks that will be enough. And when in reality, yeah. if it were that easy, then damn, we, things would be so much easier in the in the world. Yeah, and this again, that, that moment's heartbreaking for. For Ellie, and obviously, going, you know, considering what she's been through, it was only just a couple of days ago she lost Tess, you know, yeah. um, and that probably is lingering on her mind that I couldn't save Tess, maybe I can save Sam, um, somebody else she's opened herself up into. Um, and yeah, I think that moment is is pretty heartbreaking, and, um, you know, and obviously, with the events that transpire, just when, when Sam, um, is shot by Henry. I think the actor is very good <laughs> on, on, yeah, on on the part of Henry's char- character actor. Sorry, yeah. um, but again, when they when he does shoot himself, I like that it doesn't focus on him doing it. It focuses on Ellie and yeah. the the dread and the heartbreak and the torture on her face in that moment. Like she's a fourteen year old girl and she's just watched a man kill himself by choice. Yeah. Like. It's not seeing somebody get attacked by an affected or being gunned down by a federal agent. It's a man that's taken his own life in front of her. Somebody she's connected with over the last couple of days. Somebody she cares for. Um, and he just killed himself in front of her. Um, yeah. So I think it's, it's a strong moment to have that linger on Ellie. Um, I also think it's strong in the moment where Joel's Joel's protective instincts come in. He wants to protect Ellie. Was Sam, you know, comes in with Ellie's, you know, trying to kill her. Uh, Henry pulls up the gun. Joel tries to run to Ellie. Yeah. Um, you know, it's his natural uh, parental instincts coming into play. Um, again, showing his, you know, the, his relationship with Ellie is growing. He's lending a bit more. As we've said over the last couple episodes, you know, um, that you know, now he's starting to have, have actual conversations with her. He's like, la- he's you know, they're laughing at jokes, and he asks how she is. 
in this episode, he's willing to like run and fight off infected for her, run in front of a bullet, perhaps if Henry yeah. fired it. It also um, shows Henry's kind of trials and tribulations going in through his head because yeah. you, you got to imagine he doesn't, well, he doesn't want to see an innocent person get torn to, torn to pieces by an infected. He doesn't know, obviously, Ellie's immune, but that's not the point. Um, yeah. And at the same, then he's having to stop Joel from, you know, killing his, killing Sam, Henry's brother, who all he's trying to do is save Ellie, his, you know, adoptive daughter now. And Henry's caught in the middle here. What does he do? Does he? He wants to look after his brother. He wants to. He wants to protect his brother, but at the same yeah, time, of course, he doesn't want Ellie to be killed. Yeah, especially what he's been through to protect his brother. You know, yeah. th- this is the reason on the run is because they. And what he gave they, up. Yeah, they gave up uh, Kathleen's brother. Right. That's, yes, that's, that's right. Yeah. They sold um, him out to Fedra to get uh, in order to get the medicine required to cure Sam's leukemia. And it's yeah. it's one of those moral questions that the show asks, and even and and, and cleverly doesn't answer because when jo- when Henry explains this to Joel to basically say, look, I'm the bad guy, you know, I gave up somebody else's life for my brother's life. I needed that medicine. I sold somebody out who was a good man, who was a really good man. I'm mm. the bad guy. And the, the show is almost asking you as an audience member, what would you have done in this situation? And Joel. He doesn't say anything. He he ponders it over. He doesn't look pleased at all. He, he doesn't look happy. He's like, right, let's let's get this let's get out of here. Let's get this done with. It's mm. a really clever for me bit of writing where yeah, you're forced to ask yourself if you're in that position, what would you do? You know, would you would you sell somebody else out to get medicine to save your brother, wife, partner, girlfriend, whatever, or, or boyfriend, or or would you not? Would you take take some other moral high ground and? Let fate take 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 its uh, take it make its move, but it's a really interesting discussion, I think, with that, and it adds a little bit of layers to the character of Henry as to why he's being mm-hmm. hunted. It's not just because he's you know he gave up some of the information, but it's the reason why he did it, and how does that mm-hmm. reflect on him? How, I'm sure there's people out there listening saying, "Yeah, I would have done exactly the same as him," and that's not necessarily the wrong answer. There will also be people watching and listening who would have said. No, I, I couldn't do it, even for my own flesh and blood. You know, I I couldn't sell somebody else down the river like that because of the knock-on effect. I found it very interesting, mate. Yeah, no, totally. And, you know, I, I'd, I'd imagine, especially if she had somebody with, with children, there'd be no hesitation. Like, Sam, at the end of the day, is, is a child. Um, Henry, even though it's his brother, is his parental figure in his life. Um, you know, again, I think... It's, as we always say, the strength of the show is the characters. Yeah. Um, so that relationship between Henry and Sam, I think, comes across really well. And also what they've been through and the choices that's been made. Like this world of The Last of Us, it's not black and white. It operates a lot in the grey. And uh, that's conveyed in a character like Sam and, and Henry, who we think are good guys. You know, they're, they're nice people. They mm-hmm. they go along, all, along well with our heroes. Um, you know... And they they did what they needed to do in the moment, you know. Um, and again, it's the strength of the writing of the show, the strength of the writing of the game. Um, you know, my favorite moments in The Last of Us isn't the action. Like, even though this action sequence coming up later on is very very good, um, it's these sort of moments, you know, these little character moments that make you think, and that's the strength of this show. As we say all the time, like we said it on episode three, that episode with Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett ca- really captures the spirit of The Last of Us. There's a bit of action in it, but it's all down to the relationships and the individual characters. This, and again, that's been carried out throughout here as well in Henry and Sam. Um, so, yeah, again, I think they are a massive highlight and massive strength of this episode. Yeah. Um so, diverting from that, going into a little bit of the negatives, I still don't care when we're with Kathleen. I think she, I think they gave her motivation this time, and I understand the motivation. It's just, I think the performance is fairly one note. Uh, the um, best scene, I yep. think, with Kathleen is when she's in the bedroom with Perry, and she's talking about Perry. this is the room her and her brother grew up in. Um, yeah, it had some dynamics again it adds layers and it gives 
a bit more it makes her a little bit more us a bit more sympathetic to her when she's talking about that's her safe place and her brother was always there to protect her and then we find out that henry sold him out down a river it wasn't an act of it wasn't because her brother michael was a bad person or he deserved it we find out that actually he probably in, in from a certain point of view he didn't deserve it he was just the wrong mm-hmm. place at the wrong time um and you kind of look at kathleen and think i get I, I get your point as well similarly to the conversation i've just said about sam and selling out michael to save sam kathleen as far as she's concerned her brother didn't do anything wrong and and the guys there, like perry says you know your brother was a good man we respected him he was thrown to the wolves by sam by henry to save sam that's not a good enough reason for kathleen as she mentions later on quite callously that maybe mm-hmm. sam was supposed to die kids die all the time get over it get with the program son um i think it gives her a little bit more like you say there's no black and white here it adds a bit more grayness to her motivations she just wants revenge because her brother who she believes was innocent was thrown to the wolves and sacrificed and made a scapegoat can you look at that now and say yeah i kind of understand where you're coming from as well you just want you just want an eye for an eye now a game called the last of us 2 dealt with that really well that kind of idea um but i think it's an interesting discussion that the show is saying is she right in doing that is she wrong in doing that is you know what henry did is he right is he wrong the world we're playing in in this in the last of us it isn't the world we're playing in here so like you and i could probably answer these questions now with a little bit more clarity of purpose and be like yeah that ain't right or but obviously the world mm. they are living in it's lawless there are no rules it's it's survival you i like the episode you survive and endure endure and survive it's i, I think you're right that gives her character a little bit more meat on the bones but like i wasn't overly bothered like it's is, is it a villain problem no i don't think it is because it, do, it still shows by the end that she's not a nice person whether or not you agree she should have should or shouldn't have been hunting sam the way she's like it's it's just a kid you know who cares basically he's gonna die let him die so that's okay and i think we're supposed to feel happy when she gets like when she gets chomped on at the end yeah we do and we do a little bit but like you say it's about the it's about the characters and the other characters around her i think are strong enough to kind of prop up that character not being the strongest yeah exactly when i said i said last time when we're spending time with kathleen I kind of want to go and spend time with Joel, Ellie, or Henry and Sam. Like, mm-hmm. they are far more interesting as a group. They're far more interesting as individuals. I want to go and follow their story and their conversations. Um, even if it's just moments of just watching Ellie and Sam play, like football, mm-hmm. or play, like, or just read their comics together. Like, just having a little joke. It's just those things that I'm far more interested in than Kathleen, like, having a go at, like, Perry and the, the Perry. goon squad to be like, yeah, we've got to go and find him. We, he's not, like, seven priorities, top priority. Like, I understand why they need to show us it, of course. But I think the book... And again, this, the actress, Melanie Lazinski, is Melanie right? Linsky. Linsky. Yep. Um, I think she's like a great her. actress. Like I said, I think she's, like, I watched it in um, Yellow Jackets, like, uh, like, just over a year ago, and I think she's absolutely fantastic in that show. I just think... It, with this episode, with these last two episodes, the, the character's boring. I'm not interested in the character, mm-hmm. you know? Um, the seventh priority line, to me, it felt like improv on the second time around mm-hmm. again. It felt like a line made up on the spot. Like, is he, is he your seventh priority? I thought, didn't, it, it, it just felt... That, that kind of clanged a little bit. It just didn't... I don't, maybe it's the, the delivery, I don't know, but that yeah, felt like yeah, they just pulled again, out of thin air. I, again, like, I think the actress is very talented, She's, you know, she's been very good at the stuff I've seen, so I do wonder if it's uh, if it's how the character is written, or if it's how and it's a new character, isn't it? Let's, let's say that it's a new character as well, yeah. But but I just wonder if, if it's how she was directed, you know, um, possibly because didn't didn't Pedro and Bella say they didn't play the game, so they had um, they were told not to play the game. I know Joe, mm. uh, Joe, I'm calling him Joe now, Pedro. He watched his. He said he watched his nephew play some of the. He he started to play the first ten minutes and was mm. digging it, but then realised he's not very. He can't play computer games because he's well, he's he's an old, he's a boomer. He's an old man now. Um, so he watched his nephew play and got some idea from that. But then he stopped. He said, "No, no I don't want to watch anymore because mm. I'm enjoying this so much, but I'm going to start being influenced by 
this performance, Troy Baker's excellent mm. performance, and um, Bella Ramsey, she went on YouTube and watched some gameplay just to get a feel for who Ellie was. Um, yeah. But yeah, they were told not to play the game. Yeah, so it's like, again, if they're not trying to base their performances off of, um, you know, Troy Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson, mm-hmm. then, you know, I, I, don't, like, I don't mind that... <sighs> So that's what I mean. Like Kathleen's an original character, but if if Pedro and Bella aren't trying to base their performances and off of what's come before, then Kathleen, has, if anything, has more of an open run. She can do what she wants with the character. There's no preconceived expectations mm-hmm. for for her. Um, whereas there is with Bella and, and Pedro. So again, you know, her being an original character, maybe that's why we don't care. But I think if the character was written well enough and directed well enough. And performed well enough we would you know yep. um like going like frank was a character in the in in the last of us in the game but he's not the character he is like yeah. he's not that character like he has far 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 more screen time in this show and he's not an original character but he almost feels like he is um because of what's been presented to him in the material and Again, as we praised in that episode, Murray Bartlett did a fantastic job with that performance. So, again, I look at the Kathleen performance and think, well, something's not right yet. I don't know if it's the writing, if it's the directing, because I do think the character is very one note, like in performance as well. Um, it could just potentially be a miscast. Let's obviously, also, let's just touch on that and just throw yeah. that in there. It's not that Mel- we- Melly Lilinski can't do the job. It might just be that yeah. somebody else could have came come in and felt more believable in the role or felt more believable in the world not everybody has to be tough and grizzled and badass and Mm. and battle worn but maybe it's just a case of you know the right person in the wrong role maybe i I don't know yeah yeah and again like you know in in the game and in the show there is a like there is going to be other villains um so you know i don't think the last of us as a as a franchise has a villain problem you know it definitely doesn't you know i think it's just how the character's written and this one just didn't do it for me um again like i said i think the performance is better than not the performance but i think we have a little bit more depth for the character in this episode as we did in comparison to the last but it still doesn't change my mind in the in hopes that i would you know i, I hoped that when they gave us her motivation and gave us a bit more time with with the character that we would we would enjoy spending time with her just as much as we do uh, our heroes. Like I said, like the the world operates in the grey. You know, Sam and Henry, what they've been through, what they've done to get where they are. Like it's not morally good, but like, as we said, we understand it and we sympathise. And you know, what would we do in that moment? And it's the same thing with Kathleen. With Kathleen, like yeah, like if somebody did that to a family member of ours, like we probably would want revenge. Like, um, mm-hmm. but again. It's how it was executed, and I don't think it was executed well. Um, so if I was going to, you know, have a problem with this episode, it is, it's again, the villain. And um, I don't know if that's down to the actress. I don't know if that's down to the direction or the writing. Um, maybe it's a combination of all three. Uh, but that is definitely the weakness of this episode, as it was last week. Um, yep. it, but the only thing that stops it from being as bad as last week's episode is... That's bad. Like that's a negative thing. <laughs> Last week's episode was good. This episode is still very good. Um, but again, it's because we get so much more character development with Ellie and Joel, and with Sam and Henry. Yep. And that's what makes this episode better than last week. I've got um, a question we- for you, Bespin, mate. Just mm-hmm. on that, if if you turn into a monster, is it still mm-hmm. you inside? Yeah. Again, it's a great line, isn't it? You know, from. Um, from Sam, um, from this little wetter sketch because we we obviously yeah. in the, the last episode, uh, in the last episode we didn't really find out, but Sam is hard of hearing; he's deaf in this episode. Yeah. Oh, he's not in this episode in 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 reality. So Henry has to sign to him, and that's another facet of his character, but also Ellie's as well. That gets explored how she learns or is in, she she learns or teaches herself basic um, sign in order to communicate with him throughout and embraces his etch sketch and uses that to go back and forth with and is very is very aware of of his of his communication needs and we kind of see mm-hmm. that from her as well that she's willing to adapt in order to uh, make him feel comfortable 
So then when, when we get to that part of the, the end, I think I get third episode in a row now, I'm going to say this, but the show says so much sometimes about saying a word. I said it in episode three yeah. with certain moments, episode four or two, but here in episode five, you've got the two characters delivering this frankly devastating moment when we realise that young Sam, this, 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 this sweet little lad has been bitten and is in on the leg. So we know we've got a little bit of time, but not much. But it's all communicated via etch-a-sketch. It's all communicated by word, facial acting, and mannerisms. Obviously, Ellie says a few more lines, but it's sometimes sometimes the strength of the show lies in knowing when to pull back or knowing when to show restraint. And the music plays a lot plays a part in that as well. Mm-hmm. We've got some beautiful music throughout. You've got this wonderful piano-led music accompanies uh, yeah. Ellie trying to help and the music is kind of it's quite um, it's quite cruel in a way because the music has a kind of uplifting tone to it we, I listen to it again and the piano led music f- almost feels uplifting like when Ellie is kind of is switched, is putting her blood on Sam's let, uh, wound it kind of feels like a moment where the show is saying here we go this is the chosen one in action now she is he- healing mm. him and then we get that massive gut punch straight away after that. But um, yeah, I, I, I thought I'd ask you. Obviously, you're infected now as well. I mean, you're still you inside. I know that, of course. But um, yes, how, how the show dealt with Sam, his uh, his him being deaf, his need for communication to be different, um, and how that's and, and they they show that quite well at the beginning as well when they we find out how they find out where. Joel and Ellie were and it felt right yeah. to me do you know what I mean if you, you can always look at that and say well it's good timing you walk down the stairs just as Joel was having a shootout but it's just the way it is isn't it that's if this is how life works you got in the right place at the right time Sa- Henry yeah. saw Sam taking out the goons uh, Henry saw Joel sorry taking out the goons and then decided new plan f- we, we, we follow these guys we, we tail them we find out where they're going who they are and they, mm-hmm. they're our way out this guy knows how to handle himself so it, it worked for me you know they managed to get up the top of the the building fine doesn't bother me whatsoever how they found them and 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 all they wanted was their help sam henry had a plan to go on go through the tunnels it was a risky slash stupid plan but it was the only plan they had uh, and joel was the what part of the muscle to get them there so i have no issue with how they found them or how it came to be or anything like that so i mean i don't, I don't know if anybody else will do or not but um i thought it felt pretty natural felt pretty uh i was happy with it and it wasn't really much i wasn't happy about though mate again it's it's an episode that is solid but it's it's not that it was like oh this is this is dragging or this is awful it actually had a lot of moments no. in it which were great like the the sniper scene we'll mention the the scene at the end with at the grave site with i'm sorry which damn near killed me second time round uh, everything mm-hmm. like with henry and henry and sam even at the beginning when we see them um Actually, yeah, well, if the thing opens with Fedra officers being executed and hanged, and then the tables quickly turned. That's it. A bit of revenge, but uh, we uh, just opening with Henry and Sam and Edelstein in that in their safe mm. house, and the, the superhero masks get being put on, and Super Sam is called, and we we find out that they've been there for so long that there's just no food, and then you kind of realise, oh crap, yeah. How do people eat? You, know, you can't just go to McDonald's and grab a burger anymore. That's you know you you have to survive on what you've got. They, there wasn't really much I didn't like about it. Do you know what I mean? It was just little things here and there which didn't quite hit, hit as hard as other things in other episodes. But when I look back, there are plenty of good moments in this which yeah, of course, uh, I think yeah. stand out. Yeah, no, there totally is. And again, as you mentioned, that line, um, you know, when you turn into a monster, you're still inside. And I, I, again, that can be taken in many ways. Obviously, the the, the one you naturally think of is when you become infected, when you become a clicker, like, is it still you there? Um, the answer to that question yep. is no, you know. Um, but then it's also like Joel could be perceived as a monster. You know what I mean? Like all yeah, these people on. who've who've been, you know, turned by the events, by the world that they live in, the hardened, harsh world that the Last of Us is. Um, are you a monster? Like, it's it's is Kathleen a monster? Is 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 Henry a monster? Is Joel is 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 Tess is any of them is any of the characters we've come to know across the series are they monsters for what they've done they've taken multiple human lives um they've they've murdered many infected as Joel and Tess proudly say they've killed a lot of them um 
And uh, going back to that, I think it was the second episode, right? Ellie asks Joel, do you think about them as people? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it raises the question about all the characters and the morality in the show. And, you know, I think that is a question to be had. Um, I'm going from that. Like, yeah, like you said, um, like, like Henry and Sam following Joel and Ellie makes perfect sense. Um, they're not really fighters. They're not, they have survived so far, but it's been through the help of other people. Um, you know, with the doctor, like he helped them, he gave them a safe house. Um, and uh, like, wasn't it 11 days since the, since the Fedra, like since Fedra fell? Yes. In sure. the town, in the QZ. So they haven't been surviving the now for long. And most of the time has been spent up in the attic of this, of this building. Um, so yeah, of course they, they want to follow somebody that can help take out who can, who can look after themselves and look after them. Um, you know, like they need each other. Like, like Henry sells, sells Joe later on. You need me. Like, I know this place. I know how to get us out of here, you know, and Henry needs Joel because he's not a fighter. Yeah, you know, and Joe realizes he, gets, he needs Henry to get out, but he ain't exactly, quick to yeah. admit that to start with. No, so again, they need each other, and again, like I think the relationship that the dynamic works between these two duos, and um, yeah, and then flipping over then to like the action, which is something we don't get a lot in the show, but this is probably the most action we've we've had this far, right? <laughs> yeah, baby, and yeah, just seeing because obviously, like we said in this show, they don't do they don't show you something for nothing. So knowing that the the infected were underground, and seeing that come to fruition, then in this episode was pretty badass. Like just seeing them all just come out swarming, screaming. So many of them. Yeah, like there was there was so good. There's so many variations. There's loads of them were just you know just the kind of look more human. There's clickers in there, and yeah. is it a bloater or a shambler? Uh, it's, a, it's a bloater, it, it, right? It's a bloater because I think the shambler is the one who spits out, spits spores, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and just seeing that thing, just like you know, stomp about. Oh, he, you know he does a he does a game kill as well, doesn't he? He grabs Perry, he, he snaps his neck. As like, many times have I been uh, fallen foul of that death cut scene as well. Yeah, and again, I think the the action sequence is really well done. Um, the horror that it you know that it gives everybody. Uh, has Sam and Henry hiding under a car. Ellie inside of a car being followed through by a clicker um oh, a contortionist and, clicker as well exactly yeah and then what i love about it as well is this, joel is up in the tower and he's still protecting ellie as we see him do later on yeah you know he's making sure to shoot every and in, every infected that comes near her he's trying to scream he's trying to warn her that the, the one's getting in the car there um i think all this i think this scene is really well done um in terms of action uh and just seeing you know, Kathleen get ripped apart later on is is, is an added bonus. Um, so, what's your thoughts it? on this action sequence? Um, yeah, like I said, it gave me PTSD from the game because it is lifted straight from the game. In that, in mm-hmm. part one, you, you there is a guy in that house on that street who is shooting at you, and you have to get you have to maneuver and navigate, th- uh, th- and stealth, um, hiding behind cars, crawling your way there whilst also fighting off infected. Um, and then you get up there and like Joel you have to then create a safe route for Henry, Sam and Ellie to get through and I mm-hmm. failed so many times so it gave me horrible PTSD and flashbacks but yeah I thought it, I thought it was really good I liked it I like it it came out of nowhere the fact that there's a sniper um, the fact that he's on the radio to Kathleen is just a bit of sweet irony of it that I think <laughs> Joel when he goes into the house he sees the bridge he sees they're so close to freedom but he's got to get rid of this guy he's got to off him but he offs him. Mm-hmm. It's just as he offs him, he hears that over the radio. Keep them there. We're coming. It's like, oh for Christ's sake, can we not catch a break? And yeah, Henry gives himself up uh, to save Sam because Kathleen ain't sparing the kids for her own devious reasons. But the the, the infected come about because Joel shoots a driver in this in this truck in this Mad Max S mm-hmm. truck. It careers into a house. It blows up, and eventually it just starts falling into the ground where the ground is giving away because there's something underneath it which is causing the ground to cave in and all these goddamn infected come out i think it's great i think what they do really well is what is the 
is the proximity of it all. I understood where I mm-hmm. was in relation to the scene. It wasn't just it was chaos. But I yeah. you know, because they show from Joel's POV you see Ellie running through the streets and it's like okay she's mm-hmm. there now there's Sam there's the house there's what everything that's going on they did they established that very well which of in in lesser hands could have just been absolutely chaos but I thought that yeah. was excellently done like you say the diversity in infected was was good to see it wasn't just you know human actors running around with face paint right. on there were clickers there was that blow to that big boy that came out and you do not but one of them is worth almost 10 soldiers by the by the looks of it um mm-hmm. you got the they got that the kid contortionist clicker which gives me nightmares and it plays into henry and sam not being fighters they're survivors they're not certainly sam isn't yeah. a fighter but henry says it himself you know i this isn't me i'm i'm no good i'm i'm not the i'm not you when it comes to joe when it comes to often people and they're the ones under the car screaming for help because they've been overrun because their instinct in that moment firstly was to run was henry's and then they realized if yeah. we do that we'll get shot whereas ellie she seems a little bit more savvy as what to do in terms of she has that kind of more of a sense of survival well, she's learning from joel and 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 tess right you know absolutely like she... and it shows here yeah and you know she's she probably also learned a little bit from marlene maybe um and going through you know the fireflies network yeah, and, the uh, uh, training, but, but no yeah i loved yeah. i thought this scene was very well done mate to answer your question yeah i thought the scene was great yeah it gave us it gave us that kick of action and i know there are people out there who expected this show to be more zombies more action more horror than it mm-hmm. is and it and it's not that's just not what the game is about let alone a tv series and i'm well, glad i haven't gone down game, that route they're just there for gameplay reasons more than anything they're an obstacle you know? for you to overcome to get yeah. from one end to the other and but yeah. the fact that we get this scene and it does kind of satiate that bloodlust a little bit and it's so well done and we got the shootout last week who who knows what's coming in the next few weeks guys but yeah I thought this was a really cool way and it was elongated as well it wasn't just 20-30 seconds it was a big scene and we saw the damage mm-hmm. that these infected that these clickers that these bloaters can do it, again with minimal screen time it shows what an absolute threat they are and what lies ahead for Joel and Ellie is you know, they could, they, they, there's millions of these things out there and you've got to yeah. get from A to B to C and not encounter any of them and this excellently done battle um, fight chaos battle was uh, was one of the was the highlight of the episode it was shot well it looked well the sound was good um, the 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 production on it was very cool I like that it didn't look fake it didn't look it didn't look small it looked like no. a wide-scale infected invasion and I, I was here for that yeah and again like in this scene the, the clickers and the infected are running around so fast they're barely getting any like screen time but they still put the effort in to make sure they look right yeah. so if you see one run past you're like oh that looks like a clicker oh that one looks like it's just like a normal like That's more it. like a normal human they the know we're gonna various- pause it and check they know that yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they didn't. They could have easily, I think, cheaped out on, on that scene, but they they didn't. You know, um, so credit to them for that because I think it speaks to the quality, the high quality of the production. Um, you know, every time we've seen a clicker in this, this been dead on. So seeing a bloater this time, they nailed it again. And um, you know, I'm, I'm very like it's, we said, like it's the 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 infected, the clickers have been used sparingly and. Mm-hmm. I think that adds to the show. Like as, as we said in the game, they use primarily for gameplay reasons. So when you remove that element, um, using them not quite as often, it works because every time we've encountered one of them, there's been problems. Yeah, you know, look at Jaws, we, look at Alien, the classic horror films yeah. of old, where for whatever reason you don't see whether it's budgetary or not, you don't see the the villain you don't yeah. see the antagonist but when you do it's even more effective because you're left you're just left with it yeah. in your mind like if we kept seeing every episode of joel and ellie killing the clicker sneaking past we wouldn't fear them we wouldn't have any fear for, for the infected for the clickers for the bloaters none of it because we know our heroes can handle them but the first time we saw a clicker ellie got bitten and tess got bitten this time around we see a lot of them and sam gets bitten <laughs> And Kathleen gets ripped apart, and Perry has his neck snapped. Every time we've seen them, there's death. And again, that gives us an even bigger reason to fear them. Um, I think they've been used well so far in the show. 
Um, and you know, like I said, but the strength of this show has never really been the action. Like I, for me, the action isn't even the highlight of it of this episode. I think it is very, very well done. But I'm more interested in the smaller character moments, the the conversations they have in the motel, the you know the bond between Ellie and, and Sam. Um, that those moments for me, the highlights of this episode, and the, for me at least, the true strength of this episode. Um, and even the moments like we said at the end after like you know after Henry's uh, killed himself and uh, taken the life of his brother you know Joel making the graves and just how they again this show always lets us mourn a loss it gives us a quiet moment yeah like they did it with with Bill and Frank they did it with Tess they did it with Sam and Henry that always pays the respect of letting us feel the loss it's not just moving on to the next scene the next town the next click a fight it is you sit and you you take a breather in this moment of grief with the characters and i think again fantastic job um very happy with the episode that you know again it's not as good as as one to three better than four um it's, the show is consistent we haven't had a bad episode we've had good to like near perfect episodes of this show so far and we're five episodes in we're more than halfway now like so i have no doubt that this show will continue to at least be at this quality um so yeah i'm very happy with what we've had so far and i'm very much looking forward to next week um what what are are your final thoughts on on this episode yeah not too dissimilar mate i said last week i'll be happy to get um two flawless episodes out of the first four uh, or five now and then and then end with one or two more like, that blow my mind and then the rest like s- sadly just be very good what a shame hey this isn't this mm-hmm. isn't a bad episode neither was episode four it's just that we've, we're finding more here to openly critique than maybe in the first few when there was less to really dive into and say yeah that that you know that, saw that wasn't as big a fan of that wasn't as strong we didn't really have those in the first few we're getting them here but that's that that isn't a problem you know that, that that's no bad, big deal because the rest of the episode like today is very strong was you know the kathleen not being the greatest antagonist is one thing but then you have henry and sam's bond you have joel and ellie continue to to bond we have the the sniper sequence the the, the infected invasion sequence we have a uh, we have the fedra um we have the fedra massacre at the beginning i mean there's plenty here that is tantalizing enough to make me kind of think do you know what if that wasn't as strong who cares who cares if the whole episode was like that then okay fine i'd chalk this one up as an l but it isn't you know it's not like like we've both kind of alluded to we see a lot more from joel here uh he called he he calls henry a rat in this episode then later apologizes i probably should have done that now i know what it is you've you, where, where you've come from to get to this point we get a fun mm-hmm. moment with joel and ellie when they both say you know he's not my dad i'm not her dad at the same time a fu- fun little moment we get a little bit of comedy and then but then we get the heartache at the end like i'm sorry written on an extra sketch by a 14 year old girl who's just had to help bury um her only or newest and only friend or companion of her age going through this since um well f- for a little while shall we say it, this well, shows to a character called Riley, haven't they? Well, know, that's what I mean. Yeah, and I, I'm sure we'll find out more about that going forward. But um, we'll be able to talk about that more going forward. Yeah, she's but, in the trailers. That's fine. She's in the trailers, but um, yeah, I mean, the show is doing more than enough still for me, as <laughs> more than enough in terms of mm-hmm. the emotion, the action, and the performances to make two episodes which were just simply pretty good feel like feel like excellent episodes. So. Yeah, I know I'm enjoying it. We're now getting into the business end. We've got uh, a few more episodes to go after this. We're getting on episode six next. Uh, we're hurtling towards that finish line, and so far, so good, mate. You know, we can we can sound negative, we can critique uh, all we want. We're both up on this show, aren't we? We're both up on this show. Oh yeah, we're both very up on this show. And like we said, like with the first episode, we kept praising it, and we're like, we promise we're not chills, and we promise we're not like just fanboys. Um, if there is any issues, we definitely address it, and. We definitely have, I think, over the last two episodes, you know. Um, again, the show doesn't need to be perfect. It really doesn't. Um, but again, it's being consistently good. Um, 
we've had yep. spectacular episodes in, in one and three, a very good episode in, in, in episode two, and then uh, four and five haven't been as strong, but they're still consistent and they're still good episodes. And, yep. um, you know, live action video game adaptations don't go well. So, as far as this goes, this is even currently for me, um, only five episodes in, the best video game adaptation we've had. Like in live action, because I know in animation there's been you know big successes. Of course, yeah. But but in terms of live action, they've nailed it. They've done a fantastic job this far, and I have no doubt in my mind that they'll continue to deliver until the the season finale. Uh, and if they adapt season, if they adapt the second game for season two, I have oh, no damn. doubt again that they'll do a fantastic job with that. Um, so yeah, for. For me, mate, like I've I've enjoyed this wholeheartedly. Uh, you know, even though you and I, you know, we we had the opportunity to see all nine um, early on, uh, still watching it week to week is is fantastic. Like yeah. I have no qualms in rewatching. And I still want to watch it week to week as well. Exactly, yeah. Like we want to go back and continue to watch and rewatch and just enjoy it because they've nailed it. They've completely nailed it this far. Um, yeah. So. I'm very, I'm very happy with where we are, and we've just passed the midpoint now. So I'm very, very happy with where we are, and um, I hope everybody at home is enjoying it as well. I hope they're enjoying this podcast as a companion piece too. And uh, yeah, roll on next week. Roll on episode six. It is a delicious podcast, and all I'll say on that point, mate, is even if we thought these two weren't as strong as the other episodes, I'm still look. I've still gone back to them week on week to go back to watch them, and they haven't got, they haven't declined in quality after the first viewing so as far as i'm concerned that's a sign of strength um yeah we hope you're enjoying the show but that's going to be that for this week's clicker cast the last of us podcast if you are enjoying the show let us know and if you're enjoying the last of us series let us know especially this episode coming off the back of a good episode last week we've got another good episode this week what are you thinking has this one ticked the boxes for you is it a dud? Is this the first L along the way? Or is it just fine? Let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, uh, your thoughts on the show and the series as a whole so far. Uh, Bespin, mate, where can the world find you online? Uh, you can find me on social media at Bespin and at www.bespinbolton.com. And where can they find you, Matt? Uh, hiding from infected Bespin, for one. You can find me mm-hmm. whatiwatchtonight.co.uk and search what I watch tonight across all the social medias, including Letterboxd. And as we always say, if you know somebody out there who loves The Last of Us or even likes it, let us know. There's a week- weekly show that comes out where we we have a chat. You know, We have fun and we have a chat about what we've just seen and we think they'll enjoy it too. And if you think they'll enjoy it, do let them know. But until next week's episode, from me, see ya. And from Bespin catch on the flippity flop.